my computer is gonna oh, out of battery we can do this positive affirmations we will make it we will make it we will make we will make it universe hold out we will make it we will make it we're running up the stairs literally gonna freaking like dive and grab my cord <laughs> holy shit we made it oh we made it that was terrifying oh oh that was stressful oh my god my hair is like i'm tangled in cords right now yeah take a breather <laughs> Let me try again. There's some editing that's going to go down in this episode. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the podcast. So we have a another guest episode today. I'm so excited about this one because uh, this girl that I am bringing on the show is just absolutely incredible. We connected so I don't even remember how we aligned with each other, but um, we aligned with each other's Instagram somehow. And honestly, she has brought so much value to me and my business so far. And um, now I'm excited that she's going to bring some value to the podcast as well and share with you guys about um, her journey. And so today we're going to be having a bit of a chat about how you can really get started, you know, with a freelancing business without necessarily having any sort of experience prior. And the awesome guest that I have today to chat about that with us is Emmy Hockett. So, hey, Emmy, how are you doing? Hey, Emily, thank you so much for having me. I cannot believe that, you know, we only met like one month ago through a random me joining your Instagram live. And it was only for a few minutes. You were just starting your your mindset positivity challenge and you know when it's the new year new me type of feeling that's what everyone wants to jump on so I was like okay this is perfect the first challenge I ever joined and I'm so glad I did because now we can have these conversations exactly it literally always starts like that hey like I connect with so many people who just randomly stumble across my lives or something like that. And that's something I love about social media is how connected it makes us all. And literally like you become aligned with the most awesome people. So you should definitely like always be open to chatting and networking online, which is something we will have a bit of a chat today about actually. But before we dive into that, first of all, I just realized this is not the Empower with M podcast today. This is the Empower with M and M. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I know. What a vibe. What a vibe. Alrighty. So, Emmy, tell me, give our listeners a bit of an introduction. Let them know who you are, what you do, all of that, because I know you, but they don't know you. Right. So, hi, everyone. My name is Emmy, and I actually do a lot of different things, but today I will be speaking about the freelance type of work that I do. I had no experience in any kind of remote or digital work. I graduated with a pretty good degree in international business and marketing and had no idea what to do with it, no idea whatsoever. And they don't teach you anything about freelancing or like remote work when you're in 
school. I went to a business school and they don't teach you how to start a business. They don't teach you any of that. So I was really lost after I graduated, just doing some teaching jobs here and there. Um, and I finally aligned with an unpaid internship for PR and marketing, which led to another unpaid internship, which led to something more full-time, which has now led to me starting to work on my own business. So today we will go over all of those different steps and how it happened in only about eight or nine months. Yeah, that is awesome. And it's so cool too, because I think ever since COVID, so many more people have been really like tapping into freelancing and realizing how great an opportunity actually is. And the thing is as well, like me with my business, like I had no experience running businesses really beforehand. And, and I had no idea, like, you know, anything to do with freelancing, but it's all about getting re resourceful and like learning from other people. And that's why I brought you on here today, because I want our listeners who are maybe, you know, doing their own little startups or their own sort of freelancing uh, businesses can really learn from you and save a bit of time, because I think that's the biggest thing. It's learn from the people around you so you can save time and you can just take immediate action. So you mentioned that you've done a lot of unpaid work in terms of in internships and all of that. So how did you really go about utilizing unpaid work and internships to kind of like benefit your business? And I think furthermore, how did you actually get yourself into these internships without any prior experience? Because I know that's a sort of struggle that people are finding these days. Right. So the first one I did was a school recruiter, you know, one of the counselors at our university reached out to her network, said, oh, I have an unpaid offer. Um, so at the time, I was really just trying to fill out my resume. Um, so I jumped on it really quick. And luckily, that CEO of that small consulting business, um, she knew that unpaid work is, you know, not everyone's favorite, but because of COVID, she's like, I'm so sorry, I can't afford to pay for this work, but she offered all these other resources and things that she could provide, which I've done other unpaid internships during university, and I didn't they look good on paper. I didn't get anything out of it. I just did what I was told. No networking, no extra value add, just completed, finished. So this one, it's like, oh, that makes sense. If they're not paying me, I should be getting some other type of benefit and value. So she gave us access to her paid digital courses. Um, you always want to ask for a letter of recommendation or a type of mentorship to make sure that you can ask them whatever questions um, you have and they will you know, take their time to assist you and help you out. Like you're doing them a favor, they should be doing you a favor in return if they're not paying you. Um, so you definitely want to take advantage of you know, their offerings and what they can provide you and their network. So she's a sustainability consultant. I did not major in sustainability. I didn't know much about it, but I thought it was interesting. So I asked her, do you have any connections for an industry that I am interested in, like hospitality, tourism? And because she did, she was happy to connect me with all of those people and send them a message. So even if you're stuck in an unpaid position, take advantage of their network, their resources, their digital offerings. You want to take advantage of everything you possibly can. Otherwise, it's not going to be as valuable for you. So that was pretty great. Opened my eyes to a lot of um, new opportunities. And it led into my second unpaid internship. 
um, with another smaller consultant. I caught her at a good time growing her business, trying to build a team. And I had just hopped on her webinar about PR because that was my current position. I was trying to learn more about it. And you know, when you attend those types of masterclasses and webinars for smaller coaches, not super famous people, right? Because there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of people on that. Um, and they're not going to get to your questions. It's just not going to happen. But if you look for these smaller consultants or coaches or mentors in industries that you're interested in, they're much more open to connecting with you and having you as part of their community and, you know, reach out to me on LinkedIn through DMs, ask questions. So I did. I just sent her a message on LinkedIn. This was so amazing. Thank you. This is who I am. And a month later, she reached back out to me asking if I'd be interested in working with her. And at this point, I still don't have any experience. She's not like she's asking me, oh, do you know how to video edit? Do you know how to design posts? Do you know how to do this and this? And I just sat there like, oh, my God, I like, no, I don't know. I have no experience in any of this, but I am confident that I can learn it very quickly. So I did except because she had asked me, oh, well, are you looking for a stipend? What sort of pay are you looking for? And I didn't feel confident asking for pay because I didn't know how to do anything. And if she has to take her time away from her business to teach me these things, I it's just so much more stress on me to be getting paid and not delivering results. Um, so I actually accepted it without pay. And then after a month, once I figured out how to do these things and I was showing results, you can renegotiate it. Always leave your contract open to negotiation if it's unpaid and you're not super confident to begin with. Leave it open for negotiation. Well, if I'm doing better in a month, if I'm showing results in two months, can we renegotiate? And more often than not, they'll, if you're providing value to their business, they will be happy to provide value back to you. So that's exactly what we did. We've actually renegotiated multiple times after I've been assigned new tasks. So I went from PR to social media manager to more admin types. So I've keep getting these new tasks assigned, which is just new experience for me. And now I have all these practical skills that I can apply towards my own work with other clients. And that started out completely unpaid. No, no experience from me whatsoever, completely unpaid, um, especially when you're working um, with a team, you can learn from those other team members. If they have a person in charge of designing their posts, they have a person in charge of designing their website, you can talk to those people and ask them for advice and see what they're doing, especially because, you know, everyone is connected through their, you know, your management channel, your Slack, Asana, ClickUp, right? So everyone is always connected, um, talking with each other. So definitely take that opportunity. So not only from your boss to take advantage of their network, take advantage of your teammates like what can you learn from them and what programs are they using and you'll be surprised how much knowledge you can gain and so so quickly mm. I think um, the whole point that you brought up about asking what value they can give you in return is so important because you know if, if you're not getting paid like you said so many people get put in internships usually the ones that are mandatory through studies um, and you come out the other side and you're like, yeah, I feel like I didn't actually gain anything except something on my resume from that. So definitely if you are heading into unpaid work or like, you know, some sort of work experience or internship, ask and see what value you can get back in return. Like you said, like a letter of recommendation or ask lots of questions, you know, utilize the people that you are surrounded by and 
have a desire to learn, you know, ask good questions. You're going to get good results. If you're not going to ask any questions, you're not going to get any answers at all. So that's something to definitely keep in mind. But yeah, like you said, I think the biggest thing that you can gain from unpaid internships and all of that is really the connections, you know, like we really need to start putting more importance or like showing people the importance of being connected and networking, because at the end of the day, like proximity is power. You know, proximity is power. The people that you are surrounded by, that is what's going to be opening up opportunities and doors for you down the track. That's what's going to be helping you learn and grow. So it's so important that if you are currently surrounded by people that you can be learning from, start utilizing it. And if you're not surrounded by people, start asking, who can I become connected with? Who do I know that can connect me with someone else that is really going to benefit me in my business journey or my growth journey or whatever it may be? And I think that, you know, like with, with all of this stuff, like you've shared so much with us already. And it's like, yes, no, I, I really went off on a tangent. I was no. like, oh no, what are we supposed to be discussing again? It was amazing. Like I was sitting here just writing down all of these notes and I knew that this episode was going to be like this because like whenever we have a chat, like there's always just so much that we can gain from it. And you mentioned confidence, you know, having confidence in yourself. Okay. And a lot of the time people heading into any sort of unpaid work or just any work in general, you know, like you probably don't have a lot of experience if you're at the start of your journey, but if you put the confidence and the belief in yourself, and I think the biggest thing is, is if you have a willingness to learn and grow, show that you have drive and show that you have ambition. That is what people are looking for at the end of the day. Like I remember when I was working in architecture and I actually got like when I went and applied to get the job in architecture, I had no experience whatsoever. I was still studying. I was only third year and I went in and they straight up said to me, they're like, look, we expect that you know nothing. You know, all we want from you is to see that you have a desire to learn and grow and to just you that you just have this drive and ambition to want to show up and and have a curiosity for acquiring new knowledge, I guess. So that is probably the best thing that you could go into any sort of interview or job pitch or anything like that with. And I think, Emmy, like it's it's so amazing because I was listening to you talk and I was like, damn, this girl, she's just got like resourcefulness and like <laughs> and like and this desire to grow, I can just see it in you. Like for the listeners, we're sitting here on Zoom and I, we've got our cameras on and I can see that Emmy is someone who that has this quality about her where she's just got this hunger for growth and, and she just has this desire to be like, okay, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to figure the heck out how to do it. And that is a freaking awesome quality to have. And that's going to get you so far in life. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Thank you so much, Emily. And it's like, you know, no one likes to feel like they don't know what they're doing, right? Like, it makes you feel like, why don't I know this? Like, how do other people know this? How come I don't know this? Like, so many other people are doing this. But you, you honestly learn so fast when you are put in an environment, like it really isn't even something to worry about. If you don't know how to do it, do it for two weeks, three weeks, like you will learn so quickly when you have that one on one, and just oh, like what website am I supposed to use for this again? And they'll tell you, okay, now you know, you know forever. Like very, very simple, just asking questions. I would be afraid to ask questions. She, my boss would, you know, send me a video. Oh, can you edit this? Or can you add subtitles? And I would be panicking like, 
oh my God, like, do I, do I put them all in by hand? Like, is there a software for that? It's like, well, I'm sure she knows, like she just doesn't have time to do it. So I will just ask her, oh, what software do I use for this? And they will tell you. So don't waste time thinking your questions are gonna be dumb. It will just be so much quicker if you just ask, write it out and they can give you an answer. It is so much stress and time and effort saved because like these, these are business owners, right? They probably know a lot of these questions, especially when you're starting out doing more basic things. Like they know these things, they will just tell you and it makes your job so much easier. So yeah, asking questions I'd say is really one of the biggest things because um, people like when people ask them questions, right? We like to feel like we know what we're talking about. Oh, someone is coming to me for advice. Let me tell you what I know. Like we like to feel like that expert and that like, mm, conduit of knowledge is that the correct <laughs> but yeah we like to feel like we know things so anytime you're reaching out to someone with a genuine question you want to learn about them you want to learn about something in their industry they are probably more than more than happy to talk to you about it and tell you about it completely and I think asking questions is one of the best things you can do but also paying attention to the quality of questions that you're asking because if you're going to ask a bad question you're only going to be able to get a bad you know response if you ask a good quality question you'll get a good quality response and um you know it's like we were saying before um just have a desire to learn and grow if you don't know what to do just ask how to do it They'll show you, they'll teach you. Um, One thing with my clients is I'm like, guys, ask the questions. If you think it's a dumb question, ask it anyway, because you know what? Like at least you'll have the answer to it and at least you'll know how to continue moving forward and you won't have that question holding you back anymore. But this chat really, really does lead me into the next thing that I wanted to ask you about which is obviously the limiting beliefs factor, right? Like we all have limiting beliefs. I think the biggest ones being that, you know, the fear of like, we don't know enough or we're not good enough or, or all of that. So tell me like, what sort of limiting beliefs did you kind of experience at the start of your business or your internships and how'd you work through them? Right. So once I started thinking more about how I can make this my business, I started getting newer clients consistently. So I thought, oh, do I want to keep freelancing or do I just want to register myself and, you know, position myself as an expert? Like people are coming to me for these things. Why? Like so many other coaches have developed their business in the exact same way. Like there's no reason that I could not do the same, even though, you know, I've only been doing it for nine or 10 months. If you're showing results and people are already coming to you for answers, you might as well jump on it, go for it. And I've really been struggling um, so much with that because um, one of the limiting beliefs, you know, I've only been doing this for 10 months. Oh, there are people who have been doing it for 30 years. Like, how do you compete with that? Well, I think it's pretty common knowledge that we already know that there are so many people in the space, right? There are so many people doing the exact same things. And But since we know that, it's like, well, what's the difference if we add one more? Like, okay, 30,000 people are doing the same thing. What is 30,001? Like, if they can all have results, why can't one more person have results? Um, As well as, I think, in terms of remote and digital work, people think they have to have a lot of tech knowledge, right? Like, oh, I need some coding experience, or I need to know how to build a website. But there are so many other options for remote work that have nothing to do with any tech, like I have zero tech proficiency, none, which is probably not a great thing to like 
if I'm promoting myself as a, a business expert, no, I have no, no tech expertise whatsoever. But you, if that is something you have no interest in and you have no knowledge in, don't pick something, don't pick a type of remote work that you have to learn it. Just avoid it. You have no reason to put yourself through that if you don't have any interest in it. Because there are so many different things. There's design, writing, um, customer service, speaking, editing, like there are so many different categories. It's almost like silly how many there are. Just think about anything that you're doing that you find annoying. Somebody else finds that annoying too, and they will pay someone else to do it. Deleting emails, going through voice messages, like that is all work that people outsource. Even if it seems really simple, um, people don't want to do it, right? If you're a business owner juggling everything, and that's also why I like, I don't want to say targeting, but I like the consultant coach mentor niche, you know, because their business is built around them. So they're juggling everything. So of course they have to outsource and there's a lot of opportunity to really add value to their business because, you know, they're the ones doing everything. They're busy creating content, coaching, they're the face of their brand. Who is building their website? Who is handling all of their outreach and PR? Who is designing their posts? They're not doing it. I guarantee they are not doing it. And so that's why I really would recommend everyone to first pick an industry you like, fashion, marketing, sales, and find those coaches, consultants, the, the ones with smaller followings on Instagram, because those are really where there's going to be so much opportunity and the easiest for you to connect with because they're still growing their community. They want to know who you are. Um, they want that genuine engagement. So there's so much opportunity with that. And I feel like a lot of people don't know about that. They're going to job boards. They're going to maybe startup companies. Like, no, no, no. Pick, pick one, one coach or consultant. I really think. And then you have that person as a mentor. It's really my, that would be my best advice. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And you mentioned again, so many awesome points there. And I think some of the like limiting beliefs you touched on in terms of the one with like, there's already too many people in this industry. Like, you know, when you were saying, oh, there's already 30,000 people here. Like I shouldn't join. I shouldn't tap into that. The thing is guys, think about how many people there are in this world. Think about how many people there are and how many different personalities there are, how many different niches there are. Think about how many people you know and how many people of those people that you know that you do and you don't mesh with as well. Some people are your vibe. Some people are definitely not going to be your vibe, right? So you need to still show up and put yourself out there in the industry that you want to work in because there is going to be a group of people. There is going to be a pool of people who connect directly with you, not with the other 30,000 people out there. So get yourself out there. Like, what, am I not going to put myself out in the coaching world because there's already a Tony Robbins out there that everybody loves and wants? But there isn't an Emily Jane out there. There's, there's a whole community of people out here that want me, that, that need me to show up so they can connect with me because I am their energy wavelength. Okay, so you need to make sure you break past that limiting belief yourself and you put yourself out there because there are people that are waiting and wanting to connect with you. And I right. think, and, uh -huh. no, you go, you go girlfriend. <laughs> if you need an extra like reason to start, like I know it's a very overused um, kind of overused reasoning, but COVID has shifted every single industry's business online. 
there are so many people, you know, who lost their jobs. Okay, now they're starting their online store, their online business, or, oh, they already had their job is okay, but now they just want something more stable. Like every single industry is shifting into the digital space and all of them will need their assistance. So now is really the best time to jump on that, get your experience. And like, like you said, there's already, you know, famous coaches people love, they are booked and busy, like you can't get in with them. And it costs $10,000 a month. So it's, I would much prefer to, you know, work with a smaller coach who actually has time to work one on one with me and really listens to my problems and will be at a much lower price point. So there is so much opportunity to start right now. And I think, you know, everyone has seen how life is still going on with everything digital, like offices, like the companies, they're getting rid of their office spaces completely because they don't need it. They see that everything can be done online. Why would we rent out a hundreds of thousand dollars office building. Why? So it's really such a great time to get into it because there's just so much opportunity. And the thing is, people don't even, these coaches, these small businesses, they don't even know what they need, right? They just know that they're exhausted and they're busy. And a lot of people also think like VAs, that type of um, work, it's like underpaid workers in third world countries. Like, you know, just deleting emails in their inbox. It is so much more than that. And I think people are finally starting to see that thanks to TikTok, thanks to Instagram. There's, a, it's very, very up and coming right now. So I think now is definitely a great time to get into that type of work. Honestly, it seriously is a great time to be getting into that. Like I myself, and I'm connected with a network of so many other coaches who are at the same sort of point in their journey as me, or maybe they're further, or maybe they're, you know, more fresh into it. And the fact is like, we need help. We need help. And I've started outsourcing myself. You know, I've got someone who's helping me with certain aspects of social media. And literally after this live, like after this recording, I'm jumping on a call with Emmy because I wanted to talk to her about employing her because like, you know, when you need the help and you want to be able to put your time and energy into the things that you need to physically show up for, it really pays to outsource. So guys, like stop holding yourself back because of your limiting beliefs and just start start networking start connecting there's people that need you there's people that need your help and if you've got that sort of fear of will I even be good at it well the easiest way to overcome that like Emmy said before is find a niche that already aligns with your strengths okay like you don't need to go and pick one of your weaknesses and try to become good at that just do self-reflection see what you are good at see what you are passionate about and go create your own job out of that. You know, like that's what I've done. I, I didn't decide to become a, a maths coach. Maths is my worst. That's, I got an E. I literally got I don't my. Even know what that is. We don't even have E's. I literally, I, it's like the worst. It's the worst you can do. It means zero. It means you got zero on the exam. I got an E in my maths, one of my maths exams in high school. And I was like, look, it just ain't my thing. I ain't going to let it kill me. It just ain't my thing. So I'm just not going to, I mean, I did end up getting an architecture, but then I realized how much maths was involved in that. And that's part of the oh, reason okay. why I left. But anyways, <laughs> back I on just, topic. Just, exactly. Like why spend all of your time and energy learning something you don't have no interest in? Like there's literally no point. And I actually got my niche wrong at first, I figured, you know, I majored in marketing. Let me try designing Instagram posts, things like that. Like, 
when I saw the application for my first internship, it was like, oh, design two different social media posts. I panicked. I said, no. And I went over to the market research one. Oh, write a blog post. And I found that right. I'm a lot better at writing than I am at trying to be that creative type of person. So like communication and writing is what I found my strength in. So now I am confident in PR, um, you know, outreach, uh, emails, social media management, DM management, because so many coaches, they're great at discussing like their business and what they know how to do, but they're not so great at the small talk, right? Like welcoming in their new followers or just, um, you know, cause you don't want to shove business talk down someone's throat the second you meet them. Like that's not going to go anywhere, which is what I find a lot of coaches. That's what they do. Right. Because in their mind, they're like, Oh, a new prospective client. Let me tell them everything about me and my services. No, 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 no. You just want to genuinely get to know the person, know what services they're looking for, if they need help with anything. And I think that is really missing in a lot of coaches. So if you are good with your words, you're good with communicating with people and writing out your thoughts and feelings, I would definitely recommend looking at PR because I had no idea what PR was before I even went into this internship. Like PR versus marketing, is it the same thing? No, not at all, not at all. Honestly, like you need to leverage your strengths. That's it. That like if take that, write that down. If you're listening right now, le- leverage your freaking strengths. Okay. You've been given your strengths for a reason. You've got your talents for a reason. Leverage that and continue to grow that. You know, like uh, Usain Bolt, like he's a sprinter, right? So he's not going to go jump in a swimming pool and try to be a gold medalist swimmer. No, he's going to jump on a track and train to be a gold medalist sprinter. Okay. So think of it that way, guys. Think of it that way. Oh, so Emmy, what I want to have a chat about now is more about like specifically, this is related to what you do with your work. Um, because obviously, you know, being a VA, you do a lot of work with connecting people with others, um, and like helping, you know, find, say, for example, aligning coaches with different audiences to speak in front of Mm -hmm. and all of that. Right. So what I want to have a chat about now is what sort of like tangible tips you can be giving people who are currently wanting to do that sort of outreach themselves. Maybe they're not at a point where they're able to afford hiring someone else to do it. So can you give us some tips on how listeners can start, you know, writing their own pitch, expanding their networks, connecting with new people so they can grow their business and they can grow their audiences? Right. So I think One, you have to, like I said, figure out who you want to connect with, what niche. Like if you want to connect with more high-end journalists or producers or things like that, they're going to be on LinkedIn, you know, writing their own articles, a more professional setting. But if you want to connect with maybe like influencers, smaller micro-influencers to help them with their social media management, or like I said, coaches, if so many people are turning to Instagram for business, like make use of it. I didn't use Instagram for business until maybe only a month and a half ago when I was seeing all of these, you know, business communities and like female empowerment groups. And it's like, well, even just joining your challenge, I was like, I have never networked with strangers, right? Like I only used Instagram for my personal page. I joined your challenge and it's like, well, let me just reach out to the people in these challenges and say hi. Like there's literally nothing wrong with that. Everyone is on the platform to connect. So I started using it a lot more strategically. And when I actually made the effort to reach out to a prospective client, 
Like I had seen on a post, she had commented something about needing help. She needed to hire a team because the post was about the importance of outsourcing. And so I messaged her. I responded to one of her stories and we started working together maybe the next day because I had recognized one that she was looking for team members. I explained to her what I do and she's like, yeah, I need that. So, and you can, I didn't, I didn't start with, you know, asking about what her problems are. I just, you know, responded very casually to something relatable on her story. She wanted to get to know me. It was a very natural progression. It wasn't, you definitely do not want to throw your life story and your rates in the first message. No, 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 no. Cause people can tell when you start with a cold pitch, Oh, I've been following your work for so long and here's what I can offer you. Like, they might already have a completely full team. Like you obviously haven't been following them if you don't know what they're looking for and what they're not. So you just have to be very genuine um, about wanting to get to know them. Um, you don't have to sound salesy at all. I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like I have to sell my services to someone like you know, but you really don't. You just have to chat with people and see how their business is going, what they like to do, what they don't like to do. And so if you're a good conversationalist, that will come very naturally. And if you're not, there are plenty of tips and tricks, like the compliment question strategy. You give them a compliment, you ask them a question, done. Like you don't have to think about anything else. Just see what they say. Very, very simple and an easy way to move the needle in the right direction. I absolutely love that. Honestly, the advice that you give is honestly so, so helpful. And guys, Emmy doesn't even know that I'm about to say this, but you literally need to hire this girl. Like you need to hire this girl. If you need like a VA, a PR strategist, like if you need someone to help you in some form of what we've discussed in today's podcast, like literally reach out to her. Like I was going to be having some sort of a chat with her after this to like see if I wanted to hire her, but I freaking know I want to hire her. Okay. Like this girl is serious. So like if you can afford it and you're at that point and you're looking for someone in the sort of field of work that Emmy does, like, like I can see on her face, she is serious. She's going to go places and I will put so much trust in this girl to help me with my business. So like, I just wanted to give you that little plug there, Emmy, because you're really incredible, like incredible. So we do have to start to wrap up this episode because it has gone well longer than they usually go for, but it's just been so good chatting to you. But before we hop off, like, can you give our listeners, like, what is one final piece of advice, you know, that you want to leave them with some empowering piece of advice can be some business advice, whatever you feel, what is one final piece of advice that everyone has to be left with today? Oh gosh. Okay. This sounds like it's my moment and I did not prepare for it. So (laughs) I think, you know, you see a lot of people in this space, a lot of coaches wanting to um, promote, oh, 10K months, oh, how to make 2 million this year, how to scale to 40K months. And it's like, I I don't want to hear any of that. You know, I'm just happy that I don't have to put on heels and a suit and go into the office. I can wake up whenever, like if I'm only making a few thousand a month, it's still comparable, if not a little better than if I was in a corporate job. So you don't need to be listening to these coaches or any, like there's no goals. There's no, oh, I have to be hitting this many like clients a month or there's no point like this the thing about freelance is you can do it 
at any time for just any extra income. You can make it full time. You can work a full job. I work three jobs, like still doing this and other things. And I'm still like trying to figure out more things that I want to do. So there's no like set way to do anything. Try it out. If you don't like it, there's literally nothing making you do it. You can stop and pivot at any time. I don't like marketing. I'm not going to do it. I don't like this. I'm not going to do it. And you'll find what you like, what comes naturally to you. So I know I didn't really get into, you know, actually how to pitch yourself and some advice for coaches. So, you know, afterwards, if anyone would like to connect with me, I'm so happy to chat. I think I'm actually going to maybe open up what you type, what the type of thing you do, like a, like a brief intro coaching call, um, because so many people have been asking me, oh, I have no experience in freelance, but I really want to do what you do. And I would be more than happy to like, maybe put together a group call. I'm putting together like a digital product as well, too. So I'm really looking forward to that. So yeah, I'm really hoping, you know, people will connect with me after because I just, I'm trying to give this advice to people like, no, there's no, we don't need 40k months we don't need two million in a year we're just trying to get by and enjoy ourselves like that's all we need that's all we need I love you what we'll do is we'll get you to jump into the podcast community Facebook page um for our Saturday session that will follow this episode and she can share some more tips on how to make a pitch and all of that stuff for you guys and you can connect with her face to face via live and ask her any questions that you might have as well, because um, it'll be a great opportunity for you, for you to get to know her more, see if she's someone you'd love to possibly work with even, um, but really just as an extra opportunity to learn from her. So we'll do that in the Empower Facebook community page very, very soon. Oh, perfect. I didn't even know that was a thing. well now you do I'll make sure you're added to it I'll make sure you're added to it but Emmy thank you so much for doing this episode with me today it has been like one of the most insightful episodes and everything you've shared is so tangible as well so I know our listeners are going to absolutely love it thank you for coming on I've loved chatting to you empower with M and M has been lit Love it. We can meet back up for a part two next time once I get my business started and have more insights for everyone. Definitely. We will definitely be doing that. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.